I'm your favorite host, Maz, and today I've got a very special guest. Um, <laughs> we went back and forth. I want him to introduce himself, so the floor is yours. I don't know why you want me to introduce myself on your own show. Prince, listen. Now I've said your name, so you've now got to continue. Shane and honestly, guys, look, I'm here on Maz's show, Maz Talks. It's the one and only Prince of the Palace, cream of the crop. Yep, me. I'm joking now. Wish your boy Prince to you, and um, yeah, hopefully today goes well. Yeah. So today, this is a exclusive, exclusive interview with the one and only. Let's start off with who's Prince. Like, who are you? <laughs> I mean, look, Prince to you, I just a you know, artist, um, entrepreneur. You get me. Just the, I'm just the main man, mm. Prince of the Palace, man of the hour. That's that's how you're that's gonna how keep saying myself. this throughout the whole interview, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yep. Okay. So, before we get into the music side, mm-hmm. you know, um, what do you do, like, in general, like, apart from music, what do you do? That's basically music is is my life, but obviously I do have a a clothing line and also a, a lot of sales stuff that I get into on on the side with, you know, a few of my a few of my business partners that you know we keep on a lot. Okay. Well, I didn't know that, so this is news to me. You did say it was an exclusive. Exclusive interview, right? Okay. So, where did you find your love for music? My love for music was it actually started in church. So, obviously, at first, you know what's crazy? I was actually a drummer. At first, I never, I never really sang. I wasn't, I wasn't really into it, but. The, every element of music I was super involved in piano, keyboard, um, bass guitar, guitar is normal. Um, so you just you just playing all the instruments? Yeah, bro. I was I, I just love I love music. I just love my music, and it grew from church. It actually started from church. We love to see. I feel like a lot of artists like Beyonce and all those people like they started off in church, and now look where they are. So it's very like even me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I used to sing. I don't sing anymore, but <laughs> I used to sing. Yeah. And it literally from church. So I understand. So, what's your favorite instrument? Uh, drums. Cause I'm a drummer by nature. So I do. I play drums. How long have you been playing drums for? Since I was well, I don't know. I've probably been playing drums for ten years. 10 years. 10 years. You, you, play, you still play now? Yeah, of course. <laughs> when I get the opportunity. You when you get the opportunity. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, explain to the audience like what genre of music you create. Because I, really, realistically, I don't know, so I can't describe it for them. Yeah, so, I, I the, well, we came up with it. So, me and my keyboardist and my music arranger we we came up with something called r and afro and basically like my genre is r&b mixed with afro swing afro fusion afro bm all put into one if you mix that all together you have the prince ty genre i might actually think of making my own genre you think so yeah you think it's gonna work 100 percent. 
My sound is unique. No, it is unique. I'll be real. I'll be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is your top three music artists that inspire you? I'm limiting. I'm limiting you to three. So it's crazy. Um, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran, mm. and he's actually pre- pretty local. Ash from Little Boys. Oh, crazy. Yeah, man. Why Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran is, bro. It's just it it. It's the realness in his music, um, vocals, the way he arranges his songs, and he's just humble with it. Mm. And obviously, MJ, you know, he's the king of all kings, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really have to ask you about that one. But um, why Ash? Um, obviously, at vo- vocally, I feel as if I feel as if our sounds are pretty are pretty similar. And anytime I hear a song from him, or if or or if he's in it. In a song, it just you know, it, it gasses me. It makes me happy. So, yeah, yeah, hundred. <laughs> you sing in the shower, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I sing matches in the shower, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna ask you anyway. Have you thought about making music in any other genre? Like, was this your first like go-to genre that you thought of? Or let me create music in this, or because obviously people, some people when they think of music, they always set start off with rap, and then they realize, yeah, rap is not for me. <laughs> Which is something else. <laughs> nah, do you know what it is? Is yeah, hundred percent. Because I'm a big, big fan of instrumentals. Like, like the instrumental needs to have a bit of a, a kick. It needs to have a bit of oomph. It needs to have a bit of a bit of swag about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this like my genre was always, always the 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 go-to genre. I wasn't gonna do just solely R&B or just solely Afro Afro swing or just solely Afro fusion. I had to interpret both no I like that mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't limit yourself to one thing and explore different avenues I like that I actually like that obviously recently you know you dropped your um, mm, I'm gonna let you introduce that yourself <laughs> because you I've been seeing it everywhere yeah come on man that's love um, I just dropped my new single like it I did do you know what's crazy yeah I dropped I dropped the original, but then I did an acoustic version to it as well, because mm-hmm. some people obviously like you do have the cater to to um, different people. It's the same song, but it's just got a different feel to it on the on the acoustic. And yeah, it's been going well. Um, so what? Who ins- who and what inspired you to create that that piece? Because I know every everything that you create, something inspires you to make it. Yeah. Um, do you know what? The saxophone part in that was inspired by Wizkid. Mm. Um, and the instrumental was actually just just me off the back of like the latest release. It was like, you know, I need to I need to I need to work on something new, I need to work on something a bit more spicy. So I just hit on my boy Pro Beast and he inspired the instrumental and then the rest just came came from myself it just came from myself it just came from me i inspired myself well guys make sure you check it out it's in um <laughs> it's instagram bio <laughs> come on make sure you stream it. it's on spotify all streaming platforms right everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be in the description <laughs> so make sure you check it out um obviously yeah you just dropped that um we've got what six months left of the year yeah you know, you don't have to ask everything in it, but what are we expecting from you? Ooh, you're expecting more singles, 
more acoustic versions of the singles. I'm gonna have some live performances as well. Mm-hmm. Get getting recorded, more videos, of course, and um, just more, just more press. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect a, a lot, a lot more with the people that support me, and you know, just build the build the fan base a lot more. You know. Mm-hmm. What's your if you were to tell your younger self, mm. you know, advice when yeah. like when you originally start making music, what would it be? Oh, I'd say, boy, <laughs> release, 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 boy. You have to release. That's what I would have told myself. I think that's what it is. You know, I feel like a lot of upcoming artists, they, you know, they put out one song and then for a whole six months you hear nothing, not even a little Instagram picture, not even a little snippet, nothing. And then they think that their fans will still wait for them. But it's all about being consistent. The word consistent is key in this episode. And um, literally, like, letting your fans know you're still alive, you're still making music. I feel like when you make it big, you can do the six months disappearing act. That's not a problem. Yeah, very true. But as you're growing and you're trying to get to the top, there's no time to waste. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So... Are there... Okay, I'm going to give you top three, so you yes. better start thinking now. Oh top three artists that mm-hmm. you want to work with in the near future. In the near future. It could be local... or Actually, we do three top three local, top three big artists. Mm, top three local... I've already worked with him, but obviously my boy JB. Mm. Um, Morgan. There's an artist in Leicester called Morgan. She's really good. And um, I'm trying to think of one of the youngest that are just killing it right now. But um, who else? Oh, Joey, my boy Joey, man. Joey Almeida. Listen, yeah. you ain't heard Joey's song as well. Yeah. It's in this description on <laughs> his Instagram. Make sure you check it out. I'm plugging everyone right now. Literally. <laughs> okay, and then your top three big artists. Well, obviously, big guys. It had my guy Ed Sheeran, hundred percent. I think we. I might have to email him for you no, at this point because please. Ed Sheeran please. needs to. Your boy wants to feature. Literally, Ed Sheeran. Um, uh, who else? Obviously, Ash. Love Ash. Mm. When me and him link up, it's raps. Long, it's long, it's long, it's long. And um, who, who else? I was listening to him the other day. Does it have to be in the in the UK? Nah, it doesn't have to. You don't, can't limit yourself. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Uh, little Dirk, man. Little Dirk for real. Yeah, little for real. For real. Yeah, for real. But don't you feel like you make different type of music? But that's the thing, though. So you, good contrast. Magic. Okay. Trust you. You'll pray on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in your music career so fast, mm-hmm. so fast. English. I'm battling it today, but um. <laughs> What's your favourite song so far that you've made? Hand on Heart, your favourite. Hand on Heart, yeah. I think it has to be... B.A.D., man. B.A.D. was so beautiful. Because it was just... Like, the way that song came about was just... It's just weird. Now you got to tell us now. Oh, my God. You got to <laughs> tell right, us. Cool. So, obviously, look. I'm with my boy... I'm with my boy, Jay, now. We're just in his house, and obviously, like, like um, a few of us are in there. Um, 
you got a couple artists in there we're just messing about in the room da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. my man's got the studio set up already so mic speakers all of that yeah boom so we're chilling now i think it's the afternoon we're just messing around people. it's setting the scene in it yeah afternoon guys yeah. close your eyes and think about it literally we're just mm. sitting down messing about we're playing bad different instrumentals and one of our guys plays it plays an instrumental which is funny enough it was the acoustic version to the bad the original bad instrument mm. we'll start messing about whatever and then we heard the original bad instrument and we was like wait what so it was like we were just vibing to it vibing to it and it was on loop i think but jay went in the shower came out and he sang the hook on a random one mm. i was like wait hold on a minute remember I'm not an artist at this point. Yeah, you're you just vibing. I'm, I'm just vibing. I'm just <laughs> chilling. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, raw. I think I might drop some vocals on this. Say that. Cool. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. It gets to the night time. So we've all gone out. We've come back. Everyone's gone home though. Mm-hmm. But me and Jay are in the house. And we're thinking, all right, cool. Maybe we might jump on this. Boom. We chilled. We played a bit of FIFA. And it was, bro, we would... BAD was made, I think, in like a split second. If it, if if we didn't say <laughs> we're gonna jump on this mic, yeah, we never come about. So boom, stop playing FIFA. I think it's like two a.m. I'm saying, you know what, I'm going yard. He goes, you know what, I'm going bed. Same like, mm-hmm. and I go, something told me. I said, yo, Jay, run the BAD instrument quickly, and we're gonna freestyle over it. Then and then, so instead of you guys to go home and go sleep, instead of us to go to bed, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we was blasting music at 2 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. the as you do, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so the BAD in, uh, instrumental came on, boom, the rest was history. But that song was made on one take. We love to see it, Mad, isn't it? we love to see it. Not a lot of people can do that, you know, That's nah, nah. real talent. That's when I knew I got it. He was like, Yo, you know, you have to make music from here on in. I was like, mm-hmm. And ever since then, making music. Making music. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. So I'm back with the questions again. <laughs> so if you didn't, you know, pursue your career in being a musician, yeah. what do you think you would have done instead? I've, you know, I've I've still I've still inv- heavily involved in, in business. So if it weren't for the music, I'd literally be 16 hour days in the offices you know what I'm saying working on so many different businesses not mm-hmm. just one so yeah I reckon I'll just be a full time entrepreneur um, football didn't really go well you know injury in it hurt my knee and all of that could have made it but, pro you know, yeah I could have made it pro still you know what I'm saying I was I was, in, <laughs> I was put into the right positions to be a professional footballer but you know attitude and all that nonsense you know what I'm saying plays a big part but um yeah, plays I, a big part. Yeah, yeah, plays play, plays a big part. You know, what I'm saying you gotta be disciplined. And all the attributes it takes to be an entrepreneur, you need that. Every aspect of your life. So I reckon I would have been a full time entrepreneur if you weren't for football as well. I don't think I could see you working office nine to five. You know, no, not nine to five. As in office, as in my own. Office. You, yeah, your own yeah. office. I don't think you would be. I don't think you'd be in your own office. That's the problem. <laughs> Don't think you'd be there. No, I can see you. I can see you like as as a businessman, no problemo, because you're you're doing that now part time. But I don't think if you had your own office, I don't think you'd be there personally. It's so true. It's actually very true. I don't think you like confined spaces or staying in places for more than an hour. So (laughs) (laughs) you got it down to a T. T. Try me. (laughs) 
I'm joking. I'm joking. Yo, you ain't gonna beat it. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I will be. I know. I know what you mean. I actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend as much time in the office as I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Right now, you're just always out and about. Mm-hmm. You're never in one place. So. Yeah. Anyway, we love to see you know productivity at its finest degree. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as you guys know, I am from Ghana. Um, Prince is also from Ghana. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Um, obviously, I've seen you know a lot of blogs in Ghana. You know, posting your big head everywhere. You know, <laughs> but it's good. I read the articles. I was like, oh, this guy, he's out there. You know, <laughs> you got it like there. Come on, man. Would you say like? I know, obviously, a lot of, when you go to Ghana, anyway, music, you're surrounded by music 24-7. Whether you're travelling in the car, whether you're in the shop getting food, whether you're at home, literally, even on the road, people are just playing music. So, I know you went to Ghana recently. Do you think that really, like, helped you a lot of your music to maybe find your love for it, like, a bit more? Or Yeah, 100%. I think Ghana, being in Ghana and being out there for so long was a massive... My massive inspiration for me and I think it played a crucial part in me actually wanting to do it like full time and saying this is actually my life 100% because music is now my life you know basically I mean? yeah so you know being in being in Ghana was, was great like just be, just seeing so many different people hearing so many different sounds meeting so many different people um, no, it was good. Really, really good. In fact. No, it, 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 it sounded like it and it looked like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to Ghana, were you able to go to a studio, meet some people? You know what's crazy? When I went to, when I was out there, nev- not once did I step foot in a, in a studio, but I was able to connect and meet with fellow musicians, um, mm-hmm. different producers guys that do blogging guys that can you know plug so many different things mm-hmm. DJs as well so yeah it was fun it was fun let us know the celebs that you met because you know you met quite a few you were just yeah. there chilling chilling with them yeah, you know I met Kiddy mm. Kiddy was there um, I can't really say the rest but yeah it was good so is the rest is a surprise yeah the rest is a surprise <laughs> you're, you're like, doing <laughs> <laughs> Adibayo was out there if you know him you know him you get me it was cool, man. It was okay. good. Have you ever like performed on stage? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like my first big, big performance ever. Like my first ever performance was actually when um, I opened up for Davido when he came to Leicester. Mm. Um, I remember I couldn't get a ticket. Yeah. Sad times. I wish you knew. You would have got him. Sorry. Man. Tough times. Never last. Um, only <laughs> tough people yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. So that was my first ever, ever performance on stage. And that was fun. That was really good, actually. Literally. Um, do you think you go on stage again? Is that your sort of thing? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, obviously with Corona and all of that nonsense happening, it was, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of put um, a pause on a pause on things, but I'm sure as everything starts to open up towards mm-hmm. the end of July, We'll be on stage. Hey man, you've got this. But as you were talking about Corona, I was going to bring it up anyway. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were in lockdown for a whole year. We got released, put it back. <laughs> they tried to put us back, but we out. Um, do you think that had a big effect on ma- you, like making music and stuff? Oh my days, hundred percent. I think 
it sounds crazy, yeah, but Corona happening was probably the best thing to happen to me musically because it genuinely allowed me to sit down and focus solely on just making music. music and getting better as an artist, getting my writing better, getting the vocal better, and building the team properly. Because right now we've got a very, very good team around me. So it was, yeah, Corona was mad important. Very, very important. I, I guess for a lot of people, even for me, like I feel like lockdown was like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Because mm. why would you want to be locked in your, in your room yeah, and yeah. you're in your house for a whole year? 100%. To, it also allowed you to actually sit down and focus on soccer. I feel like in our everyday life, you, know, you wake up in the morning, you go to 95, come back home, eat. You know, you were probably still doing work or something. By the time you know it, it's time to sleep, and you don't, you just don't have time. Yeah, so true. But this lockdown, especially, I feel like the second lockdown was unnecessary, but the first lockdown really helped a lot of people actually actually settle down. Some people went to open businesses. Yeah. Some people, obviously, like you said, focus on their most that was important to you. Yeah, yeah. And now, look where we are. Literally, literally <laughs> that, literally that is a blessing, big big blessing. So, um one of my last few questions anyway when it comes to music what's your advice to those who are upcoming who are thinking of you know starting in the music industry what would you say to them obviously let's i'm not going to take it away but i'm i'm still very upcoming even though I've, I've done pretty well but yeah what what i would also say to to guys that are just starting or guys that are literally just upcoming is bro release you have to release some singles and work extremely hard on your production your mixing your mastering and start building the team early mm-hmm. like building you have to build the right foundations early because as you start to grow as you start to get bigger if you don't have the right people around you it's long your career is gonna be a shambles you're gonna have people trying to take from you all the time you're gonna have people with the wrong intentions you can your music ain't gonna be as good and you know all of that nonsense so yeah work very very hard on building the right team make sure your music sounds good like have some emphasis on your mixing your mastering and yeah like enjoy it have fun i think that's the most important thing i feel like a lot of time people feel like oh life is going a bit downhill let me start making music mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no man. i know it sounds it sounds so no. bad me saying it like this but a lot that's how a lot of people think like oh yeah do you know what i failed at this in it so let me go do something else but that's not how it should be you should generally like what you're doing and then progress from there it's not funny so laughing. no i'm sorry it kills me because i just see so many like artists you just come and you just mess like you're just messing about like, yeah why are you doing this it doesn't make sense it's <laughs> even the ones that they go to the studio for like 100 hours but they never release anything um, so you're just wasting money in the studio for no reason but um I've spoken to a few artists already on um, Mass Talks. You know, we're on 55 episodes. Um, obviously, a lot of people have spoken about, like you said, when you're upcoming, you got to make sure you, you know what's going on. A lot of people get themselves into, like, contracts that they can't get themselves out of. Yeah. And that's just because they see the money and they don't read the small print. Yeah. And I think that's very important that as much as you want to, you know, go far in your career, you've got to make sure you've got a good team, good backing that can actually do everything for you because... You might not know everything yourself, yeah. if that makes sense. So true. And you always need that other person or a few people to also look over stuff, check over stuff. You don't want to release anything that is 
wow like when people listen to like is this actually you yeah yeah what i'm saying like everything has to be done properly Mm -hmm. and i feel like the group that you're with anyway is a lot of artists anyway so Mm -hmm. it's like together you're kind of growing you know like they always say people that you know chill the same people the same mindset they grow yeah that is kind of it because you chill you know you're with jb you're with joey you all create music yeah so it you know in a way you guys can all help each other get to the top 100 and it works out very well like you see joey yeah my guy 100 he's gonna be right by my side all the way through gara 100 trust me <laughs> joey bro joey knows anyway man he already knows if you're listening joey <laughs> he told you come on <laughs> trust me all the way but obviously I'm not from Leicester. I studied in Leicester. Yeah. Um, coming to Leicester, I didn't even know there was this many artists in Leicester. And I'm every day when I'm finding out new new artists, I'm thinking, where are you guys hiding? <laughs> because when I was back in Slough, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't hearing all this. But I feel like um, I'm someone that actually likes music a lot. And I have a good ear for music. My uncle was a DJ. A few of my cousins, they used to make music. So when it comes to music, my ear is incredible like i don't know where i get it from because i don't think i don't do anything but that ear is just incredible but i feel like i don't know maybe it's a Ghanaian thing you know no it is but i definitely agree with you though you do have a very good ear for music yeah when it comes to music i i can hear like oh if there's something in the sound instrument something's off i can tell you for free yo this needs to be sorted out <laughs> like no a few of my guys they really send me like the unreleased song they're like Maz what do you think about it and I have to you know it takes me like a day to actually sit down and analyse it properly like I, I can't just listen to it once and be like oh it's calm God. I have to sit down analyse let you know what's what's going on what's going right yeah. and I want to hear it back and, and obviously when I now hear the finished product I feel proud like I was part of the process yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah that's why I want to be an A&R in the future because Music and me, <sighs> we like this. We tight. Come on, man, man, that'll be hard for you, man. Literally, but I feel like, even though that, like you said, yeah, you are, you are an upcoming artist, but you've progressed in, let's say, like a short amount of time True. compared to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I feel like you can inspire the other people in this lesser place because I don't think you realize it, but even in your own area, even back at home in Slough. Sure. I always think of myself as an everyday person, like I'm normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I go back home now, it's like, man's like, look yeah, at yeah, you, look, you know, yeah, like yeah. they look up to you, like mm-hmm. you got to kind of inspire the young people. That like, Even yeah. the other day, that football thing that, you know, you and your boys, you know, yeah, you did, yeah, like, yeah. that was incredible. Like, no one, like, who sits there and says, oh, do you know what, let me throw a massive football tournament, organise it, get sponsorships, all of that. It's incredible. Like, people will actually look up to you and alongside your music they're like oh he's doing other stuff as well in yes. this area do you think like obviously you're upcoming but yeah. because you chilled like jb and joey and all that do you feel like there's always that pressure when you kind of like everyone's always looking at you yeah not that but i've always had that away from your celeb <laughs> your celeb i mean like, i don't need to brag but um <laughs> no i'm joking um no but uh, like like i've always had that like even if even if you don't want to admit it prince to you i genuinely inspires you like, regardless of what you can say to me Take away the music, yeah? Mm-hmm. Take away everything. Yeah. Just my presence. When I walk into a room, you already know, boom. You get me? This guy is the main man. I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> you guys teach me. But no, no. On a more, on a more humble note, on a more sinister note, yeah, it's like, obviously, the the, the music plays, plays a huge part in inspiring people because I love to share what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. when I do that, when I share that, what I'm doing is I'm saying, guys, you can hold me up to a, to a high pedal stool. 
Mm. But if I fail, you got, you got, you still gotta love me when I'm failing. You still gotta love me yeah. when I'm failing, yeah. But it's like I showed them the whole process, like, and when you hear the music, you can hear different sounds and different elements, and you can genuinely appreciate and say, "Wow, this guy genuinely put the work in." So, yeah, of, of course, of course, of course, I inspire people. Yeah, you're a big celebrity. <laughs> I, I know I'm not a celeb, but you. I know. This guy. Um, I always ask this question because um, this is my platform. But obviously, when you sat down with your parents and you told them, "Yeah, I'm gonna make music," what did they say? Their first, their first initial like response. Do you know what? My my dad doesn't really say much because my my dad is just my dad. You know what I'm saying? He's. I think it's uh, like Ghanaian does though. Is, yeah. yeah. He's very gangster. But my mom is crazy. My mom was so supportive. For real? Very supportive. Because I, I've just, because I'm a creative. Like I've always been a creative. a creative. So it was like, my son's making music and she loves the music. Like I show mm. my mom my unreleased songs and she tells me this is it. Literally every time. Every time her one. This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. And and she loves it. But yeah, now my mum was crazy, crazy supportive. She was sharing it with her friends. Oh my days, mum. I love my mum, man. No, that's yeah, cute. Trust. I feel like um you're one of the many few people that get that sort of reaction mm. from their parents. So like you said, your dad doesn't really say much. Mm. My dad was the most supportive person with me. He knew from secondary school. Yeah. I was never gonna be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. I told him I crushed his dreams before <laughs> before anybody else. I said to him, listen, me, I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Even in science, I got F. My God. Yeah. I already knew from that moment. <laughs> come on, man, at least do. Come on, you got listen. at least a C. No, science. Yeah. We're not gonna get into the ins, ins and outs of that yet. Yeah. But I feel like my dad already knew from young that I'm so creative, yeah. and that's the industry I want to go into. So whatever I did, he supported me. So. When I went to study photography, this guy bought me a camera in two days. Mad. When I said I was going to do my podcast and radio, I had a radio show. Come back very soon, guys. Uh, he would tune in. He would sit in his car and tune in oh. all the time. Every podcast episode, he listens to. And I'm, he always messaged me like, oh my God, I'm on this. And I'm thinking, oh, you actually listen to me? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. But it's like, my mom, she never really like messed with the idea of even journalism at uni. Like, I promise you my first year of uni, she called me every day. Am are you sure you want to do this? Like, you know, you can like drop out and then come back and do something else for a whole year. But I said, with me, I'm someone that is very determined and focused. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And because now you told me I can't do it, it's going to make me want to do it 10 times harder. So that's why I was saying like, for your mom, to, for your mom and dad to be so calm and relaxed about you doing this, a lot of people I've spoken to on my platform is that their parents don't really mess with the idea. And even until they're like, even when they're big, big, it's still a thing of like, we still don't want you to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't see the vision, but I understand their point. Like, you know, their first generation here, they're trying to see you make money, you know, live in a nice house, have kids, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what makes you happy. Because imagine you now. I couldn't, personally, I couldn't imagine you in a hospital base Listen. anyway. But <laughs> if, if I saw you in a hospital, I think I would laugh just because I know you in it. I'd like, be the worst doctor, you know. I'd be like, this is why are you ill? <laughs> Go and, go and exercise that's what I tell them what are you doing that's what I'm saying so I'm I'm very happy that you know your parents are supporting you and they put you on that pedestal even my dad like, I remember once my dad was mm, drunk anyway and someone was telling him that oh what Amma's doing I don't think she's going to make money and this guy he was drunk but he was telling me he's telling everybody like shut up like this girl you don't know and I feel like sometimes they need to see the vision 
And once they see it, they realise, yeah, this girl's doing stuff. I remember my mum didn't really believe in me. Last time I was on BBC Radio twice. And then when she heard me, she was thinking, what? And do you know, do you know what, Mazia? That's a, that's a that's a mad like that's so important that that you said that. Yeah, sometimes, cool. You may not get the support and l- like the love that you need from from your parents. Yeah, but you have to show them. Mm-hmm. You really need to show them some results because, cool. Like, of course, you have to go through the process. Sometimes it's mm. mundane, it's boring, and whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you have to learn to love the process because you have to. When you get the result and you can start showing your parents, boom, look, mom, dad, look. I know you don't support it, mm. but here's the results. You literally, know what I'm and then they can start showing. That's you literally love. it. Like I even posted on my story like the other day. It was just like a food for thought moment. You know, them ones if something just hits you when you're in bed, like rock. Yeah. But I was like, you always have two types of people in this world. You have type A who tell everyone they want to do something, so they tell everyone, oh yeah, I want to be a, a music artist, whatever. They tell everyone they want that they, they, they go that they go in studio everything, yeah. but they're not actually working towards it. They're not doing anything. They're just telling people what they want to do. Yeah. Then you have type B who don't say much and just do it, yeah. and they come back and show you that I've done it. 100. And it it dawned on me that literally, if you're not a type B person, you're actually not gonna progress in life as much as you think you you are, mm-hmm. because I've learned anyway, evil eye and all that stuff, but. You can tell everyone you want to do something, but until you start making action and pr- like stuff towards it, it doesn't mean anything at all. And the fact, like you said, even if no one supports you, you've got to be your own supporter. No one's gonna support you apart from yourself. Nah, like that. That's so true. Like, sometimes, and and you 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 can probably see it, but because you understand me as as a human yeah. being, is is probably is probably easier to to get. But sometimes you have to be your own support and your confidence will come off as arrogant sometimes but only when it meets their insecurities mm. do you get me so yeah 100% you gotta believe in yourself to the point where people just think this guy is delusional mm-hmm. and, and you just come and surprise way. them 100% that's literally it because 100%. this world that we live in you've got a lot of people saying they want to do stuff and then they're not doing anything yeah. and then they complain that someone else is doing what they want to do but you weren't doing anything in the first place mm-hmm. and you know my podcast is all about self-development mm-hmm. and self-care and all that stuff and i always want to see people f- go from point a to b Lovely. smoothly you know what i'm saying this is all this is what i'm here for smooth transition <laughs> smooth transition <coughs> smooth transition on all that stuff yeah. and just to end it off um do you have anything that you want to say any last words no not really any words from, of advice um yeah i just say look if you're you know what i'm saying if you're out there whether it's music like whatever just just work hard and sometimes you're gonna have some downers man but you gotta you gotta find the motivation and you just gotta have an aim in it when you have an aim and you have something mm-hmm. to aim for your your attitude's always a bit more positive so have some goals and, and work towards them literally like like you said you literally have to have an aim mm-hmm. sit down plan it and work towards it because you can have a big goal but if you're not making smaller goals to get to that it doesn't make sense is that saying you want to be a millionaire but you're not doing anything to become a millionaire it doesn't make any sense like what (laughs) what does it mean literally but thank you so much for coming on to my podcast if you guys are following me on Instagram you would have realised that I hit 2.5k plays um, a couple weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to come back on social until I hit 5k so you guys have to run these episodes up. Make sure you share it with everyone that you know. As always, it's your favourite host, Maz. It's been a pleasure. Prince, 
Come on, man. <laughs> We're going to have another um, episode in a year's time. And by then, you've probably got more juice and tea to tell them. Yep. <laughs> anyway, see you in the next episode. Bye.